Hello, this is Michael Zuber, and I wanted to thank you for choosing to spend a little time with one rental at a time. My life's mission is to help investors close 1 million rental properties. In order to tackle this crazy goal, I will need your help. If you like this episode or any of the content we produce, please share it on social media. If you get one of my books or perhaps one of our 500 cards, please take a selfie and tag one rental at a time. Now on with the show. October 15th, and this is your daily financial news. A couple things about this channel on Saturdays is Saturdays are 100% for you. We do this daily show at 7.30 about the financial news, and then at 8 a.m. in 29 short minutes, we will go live for 60 minutes of Q&A. And then at 9 o'clock, I will go to our private Facebook group for a 30-minute discussion with my students. So again, today is all for you, all live, all the time, daily financial news, live Q&A, and then a private Facebook group session. So I hope you have your Saturday. Hope you keep doing the work. Lots of stuff to talk about today. First and foremost, look at that number. We are 22 short describers away from 39,000. Folks, we are trying to get to 50,000. When we get to 50,000, we will plan an event in Las Vegas, Nevada. So hopefully today, hopefully today we cross 39,000. I want to thank each and every one of you. I enjoy our conversations. I enjoy doing the work. I just, I still have fun doing this. So uh, that's uh, that feels good to say after three years or so. So uh, first note, the 10-year note closed over 4%. I believe that's the first time it's closed over 4%, 4.02. I think there is a general understanding that the Fed's going to hit us with 75. And as we talked about yesterday, they might go 75 75, 50, 25, pause. I think that will get us to five, five and a quarter. I think that is where we are going. More on that later because we have a economist that kind of agrees with us. So we will get into that. First and foremost, November 19th, the tickets are almost sold out. Go to reicollaboration.com today. If you want to come to an event, see myself, see other amazing investors in Fresno, and see two and a half hours or so of Pace and Jamil talking about uh, how to use um, creative financing, get inspired to really do the work. You got to be there. I'm afraid if you don't buy your tickets this morning, it will be sold out by this evening. So again, folks, if you want to come, buy today. If If you are coming and you have my book, go ahead and bring it. I'd love to autograph it for you take a picture, whatever you would like. So hopefully I will see you there. And of course, November 12th, I'm doing a lot of work to get ready for that event. So if you one of the 200 people, I will see you there. Let's talk about the week ahead. The week ahead, we are starting to roll into earnings seasons, right? We got the big banks last week. We got Pepsi last week. On Monday, we get Bank of America. We'll see what's going on with Bank of America. Is Bank of America like uh, Wells Fargo? is Bank of America like Morgan Stanley, right? One got there, one missed. See what's going on with Bank of America. For me, it's going to be about the reserve for bad debt. On Friday, we learned that the big banks have already set aside $2 billion collectively, and that is only going to grow. I read an article 
uh, this morning that says some estimates across the banking industry pegs it between four and a half and five billion dollars in reserves. Remember two, three weeks ago, we talked about kitchen sink quarters. This is exactly what I was referring to. They are going to create buckets of money that they can use to manage numbers into the future, just like they did last time. On Tuesday, we got Goldman Sachs, Johnson & Johnson, and Netflix. Goldman Sachs, are they like JP Morgan or are they like Morgan Stanley? What is going on in their business? Uh, Johnson & Johnson, what is going on with the consumer? Netflix. Netflix. We're going to hear more, I'm sure, about their advertising model. I think I've read articles that it might be $6.99. It might be $9.99. We will see uh, where that goes. Wednesday, Procter & Gamble, IBM, and Tesla. Don't know if you guys have seen it, but Tesla is down about 50%. I think it was about 204 on the close on Friday flirting with the 200 number. What will we see in Wednesday's Tesla report? So we got a little insight into revenue being light, right? Because they had this shipment issue. But what about FX? What about shipping costs? What about, could, could Tesla deliver a big miss? Don't know. Don't know. We will see on uh, Wednesday. Then Thursday, we get AT&T, and Friday, we get Verizon. So again, a lot going on, and then we roll into next week, which is big earnings time. But yeah, next week, B of A, Goldman Sachs, J Johnson & Johnson, Netflix, Tesla, IBM, Procter & Gamble, AT&T, Verizon, and many, many more. Earnings season is starting to pick up. Next, Bank of America. I Bank of America had never been one of those, you know, organizations I followed a lot when their analysts put out stuff. But whatever for whatever reason, I'm clicking with the Bank of America analysts. There's two things I noted. Uh, first article, Bank of America is now saying that inflation could be north of 5% for most of the decade. How could that be? We're hearing from people like Mark Zandi and Kathy Wood and all these people talking about deflation and and Mark Zandi says that inflation is going to get cut in half in six months. So how can we have 4% inflation in six months, Mark Zandi, and then have a decade at 5%? These are where the battle lines are. So what is Bank of America saying? Bank of America is saying inflation north of 5% for three main reasons. One, underinvestment in energy. Makes sense to me. Number two, wage inflation. Folks, I have been jumping on the wage inflation for, I don't know, four months now. It is a big part of core. It's captured in services. It has just started, in my opinion. We're going to have three, four, five years of wage inflation pushing this through that I believe Mark Zandi, Kathy Wood are simply missing. And then finally, Bank of America talks about the aging population, right? Um, just being a problem going forward. So again, I think there's a lot there, and I would add a fourth. This is not by Bank of America. This is Michael adding on our immigration policy, right? We need a we need to revisit our inter integration um, immigration policy. 
there needs to be some kind of scoring system or something. One of the reasons we are seeing wage inflation and we're seeing 1.6 job openings per unemployed is we have a mismatch of openings and skill. We need to we need to revisit that. It's been broken for several years now. Second, Bank of America. Bank of America in a separate article says that they now believe the Fed funds is going to 5%. I brought you that yesterday. Earlier, I thought we get to four and a half and pause. I now believe because of strong jobs, because of CPI not going down, because headline CPI may go up in the next couple of prints, that uh, we may actually need to get to 5%. Hence, 75, 75, 50, 25, pause. I think that gets us to five or five and a quarter. So again, I think that is interesting. Where Bank of America takes this is, if we move the Fed funds rate to 5%, unemployment will be five and a half. I think they're right. So again, uh, I need to start jotting down these Bank of America analysts because I'm, I'm really clicking with what they're putting down. So pretty cool. Na- NAR stands for National Association of Realtors. This is Lawrence Yoon. Lawrence Yoon has been the chief economist at NAR for 15 years, 16 years, a long, long time. He is saying that the 30-year mortgage, the 30-year mortgage might, this is a might, might top out at eight and a half. That should send shivers down the real estate market. If your chief economist is talking about eight and a half, 30-year money for owner-occupants, what is that? Nine and a half, 10 for investors, 11, 12 for non-QM. The real estate market is going to crash 50% or more. We are going back to 1981. The good news is we've been talking about that on this channel. This is why the event on the 12th and the 19th in Fresno are important. Deals will get done, but they will not be the standard deals. They will be creative deals where the owners take seconds, where we may do um, assumptions of VA or FHA loans. Deals will get done. They will be by sellers who need to sell. And my guess is they are done creatively. So again, yeah, eight and a half, 30-year money. Woo, that'd be expensive. Dr. Doom. How would you like to have the nickname of Dr. Doom? And something I read this morning, Dr. Doom gave himself that nickname. Back during the, actually, 2006 pre-housing crash, Noriel Robini said that he gave himself the Dr. Doom title because nobody was listening to him about the housing crash that was to come. And he was absolutely right. He nailed it. He thinks that the Fed is going to cause a decade of pain, a lost decade, massive insolvencies. Yeah, this uh, levered balance sheets on the pension funds in the UK that you're talking about more and more. Small events like that. Jamie Dimon, in a separate article, talks about the Fed having to go over four and a half. This is what I brought you yesterday. I believe that's true. I believe now we have to go to 5%. And again, we'll hold it there for most of the year. Meet Kevin. I don't watch a lot of Meet Kevin's videos. I think a lot of his titles are kind of clickbaity. But he put out a video this morning that I respect. It was called An Urgent 
message to all investors. You can clearly see the young man is sick. I don't know why he's recording videos when he's fighting the flu, but he put out that message. And if you listen to it, it's exactly kind of the conversation he and I have. Meet Kevin has been on my show. We talked about that 203K loan. We talked about him being an early real estate agent and hustling. Talked about him working at Jamba Juice and buying that first property with his wife, Lauren. If you don't know, my second book, 15 Conversations with Real Estate Millionaires, Meet Kevin's Interview is in that book. It's in that book because we talked about a 203K loan. We talked about trading up or moving out after doing that. There's a lot in that story that I respect. This video, again, called An Urgent Message to All Investors was basically what we're trying to do on this channel. Folks, the next two years are going to be rocky. Ignore it. Grind. Do the work. Do the work. Do the work. There are deals and opportunities to be made. I thought Meet Kevin in that video was very vulnerable. He talked about losing friends. He talked about all of these things that you really don't wish on anyone. Um, I don't know if he will see this video. He probably won't. I don't think he watches a lot of other content. But Meet Kevin, that was a great video. Nicely done. I think everybody should watch it. That is the hunger, the desire, the work that we all need to have for the next two years. You can do life-changing things in the next two years. For me, that's real estate. If your stocks, do stocks. If your crypto, do crypto. I'm not here to judge. I am going to do the work. We are going to get great deals done. We are going to 1031 or whatever we choose to do, but we will be stronger in two years than we are today. So if you haven't seen that video, I don't ever, I don't, I may have said one other video was good, but I don't recall being this pumped about a Meet Kevin video in three or four years. Again, titled An Urgent Message to All Investors. Amazon Prime Day. Amazon Prime Day, if you don't know this, went on this week. It apparently landed like a thud. Apparently, it didn't pull in the nearly the traffic they were hoping for. They, of course, were looking to blow out inventory, to which I say, what does that mean? Does it mean consumers are running out of money? Does it mean consumers bought enough stuff? Folks, what I think happened the last year or so is you and I bought everything we could possibly imagine. We essentially, we pulled demand forward. We are thus creating an air pocket for stuff. It is predictable. You want to know why Walmart, Target uh, have excess inventory? It's because we bought everything already. Stuff. We are now doing services. Look at the airlines. Look at the hotels. We are doing services. We're still spending. We're just spending in different areas. A couple other things I noted. Jamie Dimon says he is uh, surprised by the leverage in the UK pension system. Me too. Why, why is a pension system running a levered balance sheet? That sounds really dumb. Uh, Social Security got a cost of living adjustment of 8.7% for next year. Shout out those on Social Security. You've been getting wrecked by inflation. You are going to get your big bump next year, 8.7%. Nice job. Uh, what else do we got? Service inflation, highest in 40 years. 
This is what I've been talking about. This is the core CPI. Wage inflation, a.k.a. services and rent. Owner's equivalent rent. We are going higher. It is not slowing down. Yep. Oh, one last thing. I read an article about percent of renters. Apparently, this notion of renter nation, which I don't agree with, may have legs. Apparently, from 2011 to 2020, so really pre-pandemic, eh, maybe the start of the pandemic, percent of renters went up 12%. I would not have guessed that. Yeah, 12%. So is renter nation possible? Maybe. I think what we are going to see the next couple of years, because rates are high, prices are high, is that people will choose to rent versus buy. So again, folks, it is Saturday. Do me a favor, subscribe. Let's get to 39,000, 11,000 short of our combined goal of 50,000, which would be a blast. We will do our live Q&A in about 14 minutes or so. Hope to see you there. Take care. Remember, cash flow over everything. I like this shirt. Take care. Bye-bye.